this is Mayanna Vernon, and you're listening to Giving God Glory Through Trauma Podcast. What's up? What's up? What's up, you guys? Oh my gosh. Listen. You already know what I'm about to say. I'm excited. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. I feel like, well, it has been. It's been quite a minute, but I'm so excited. I had to just kind of take a little sabbatical. So it's it's been a while, but I, I thank God that I'm not only back, but I'm back with a vengeance. Okay, I'm back with a vengeance because I'm not even the same person that I was even before in season one. So I'm truly grateful for the pruning process. It does not feel good. <laughs> it is um, quite uncomfortable, but I I just thank God for second chances. And, and when I mean, if anyone knows what I mean by that, <clears throat> second chances for me is like, Lord, I thank you for the 50,000 chance that you gave me. So I just thank God for his patience, for his grace and his mercy, and for just never giving up on me, even when I you know, I was so ready to give up and I was just kind of like, Lord, I'm not even sure about any of this, but I I thank God for just keeping me. And I thank God once again, just for his grace and his mercy, even through my mistakes and and things like that. I I just thank him for keeping me. So I am ecstatic. I had to use a different word than excited because, you know, if... If I was doing a contest on on how many times I said excited, somebody would be rich by now. But um, I am super duper, um, I'm going to say it again, I'm excited for what God has in store uh, for season two of Giving God Glory Through Trauma podcast. Like, oh my gosh, for me to even say this right now, it's, listen, this is crazy, crazy, like in a way, in a good way, like, you know, I'm just, I'm blessed. Um, but this month we're going to do something different. So season two, like I said, I'm coming back with a vengeance. We're not playing games. Um, we're getting right into it. But, um, the reason why I said I'm so excited of what the Lord is doing, because, you know, I didn't really know. And I just kind of prayed, you know, Lord, what is your, you know, cause this podcast is God's. So this is his vision. I'm just a servant. I'm just a vessel in which he's pretty much allowing the vision to come to pass in the natural through. Um, and I and I thank God for that perspective shift um, that I had most recently was that everything that we have belongs to God, whether if it's a job, a car, a house, like literally whatever it is, it could be your business, it could be your podcast, it could be, um, you know, your non-for-profit, your ministry. I, I truly believe, and this is what I've learned thus far, even most recently, that everything belongs to God. If we see it that way, then we'll not only cherish and we'll not only take for granted, um, you know, the things that God entrusts us with, because we'll never forget that, hey, this is God's vision. So God can, you know, he can choose to perform his will with or without us. And when we see things that way, then I be then I believe that we become more humble and just more grateful 
as to even just the things that God wants to do in our in our life, then it becomes almost like, Lord, this is an honor. The fact that you would even use me as a vessel, the fact that you would even allow me to serve you in this capacity and serve your people in this capacity is a blessing. But um, I'm super excited. So if if some of you may not know, and I just found out recently as well, but uh, the month of August is National Wellness Month. So I want to kick season two off with something a little different. Uh, not really different. It's still, of course, staying true to, um, you know, the discussions and what we talk about regarding trauma um, and things like that and how to overcome. And even this healing journey, like I said, that we are all on, it's a never ending healing journey. So whenever I say that, I just, um, for anyone new who's, who's listening for any new listeners, you know, giving God glory through trauma podcast is literally, it's not just, you know, we're not just going to have discussions talking about, um, you know, childhood traumas. No, we're actually going to touch into, if you think about it, we experience trauma on a day-to-day basis. And what I mean by that is, you know, a lot of the times when people hear the word trauma, they, not everyone, but you know, sometimes some people will connect it or tie it to, oh, it must be, you know, emotionally, physically, you know, you, maybe you got abused when you were younger or something like that, but not it's not just necessarily just that. Trauma could literally be you got in, you know, you got in your car or whatever the case may be. And I, Listen, what I'm saying, I'm just using this as an example. So this will not happen to you in the name of Jesus, because I, I declare and I decree this. But um, let's just say, you know, you get into your car and you're driving somewhere, you get in a car accident. Boom, that's trauma. That's trauma because number one, that was an unexpected experience. That was an unexpected situation. And anyone who's ever been in a car accident, I mean, it's a pretty traumatic experience because the only thing you got, you know, protecting you well not really protecting you so shall I say the only thing that you have is you're inside of a car and depending on how severe you know the accident may be the or whatever the case may be you know will kind of determine the severity and how much it truly affects you so giving God glory through trauma podcast is the reason why I truly thank God for it because it's relevant. It's not just, we're not just going to be talking about, you know, like I said, what we went through in our childhood. A lot, yes, a lot of what has happened um, in our childhood and even at younger ages, yes, of course that affects even who we are today. Um, But we're also going to talk about topics of like the things that we go through even now on a day-to-day basis. And it doesn't matter what age you are, um, you know, for my listeners listening, listening in, everyone has experienced trauma or will experience trauma in their lives. So uh, the reason why I truly thank God for, like I said, this is his podcast, this is, this is his vision, but I truly believe that um, the reason why God had me to create this was, of course, to minister, to speak to his people, because trauma is not just a, you know, a one event kind of thing. It's not just tied to one thing. We experience trauma on a day-to-day basis. Um, <clears throat> so I truly thank God once again, like I said, even for this podcast, for me, for him to just use me in this, in this manner to speak to his people. But for this, for the month of August, um, we're going to be celebrating National Wellness Month. So um, what the Lord had given me and what he's spoken to me about is, and this is why I'm so excited. So for the month of August, um, we're 
God willing, so I, you know, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but God willing, um, I'm going to have some guest speakers on here um, starting next week. Um, and we're going to be touching on topics of like discipline and structure. We're going to be talking about um, mental and emotional well-being. And then we're also going to be talking about nutrition and exercise. And then lastly, finding balance through trauma. You know, um, like I said, if if any of you guys, all of my listeners from season one know that um, everything that I share on here, like I am not an expert, you know, I'm not, I guess you can say I'm not certified. I don't, you know, I didn't go to school. So everything, well, I did go to school. So let me, sorry, let me read. I'm meaning I didn't go to school to like get a degree in, a, in, in you know, some of the some of the topics that we may talk about, Lord Jesus, please help me. I did go to school. Lord, I thank you, Jesus. I got my education. I did go to school. But um, when it comes to some of the topics that we're going to be talking about, no, I am not an expert at it. But one of the things that I highly stress, one of the things that um, even just like as, because we're a family, like I said, this is a community. So um, one of the things that we we definitely stress is authenticity, um, and I, and it's so amazing that, like I said, that God m- wanted to really ensure that that was a huge component of this podcast. Um, and I thought it was so funny and kind of like, I was like, really God at the same time, because that was one of the things that I had struggled with. Um, I had struggled with for a long time. Um, just even in my youth growing up, even as a young adult now, I struggled with, you know, false identities, not seeing myself the way God sees me and stuff like that. So, um, ultimately you know, like I said, that was just tied into each other. But ultimately, that just, it, it was something that I struggled with because, like I said, at the time, I didn't know who I was. So now, you know, I'm walking. I don't even want to say I'm walking. I am walking, but I I want to use the word becoming. For some reason, I love that word now. Um, but I, whenever someone asks me, like, you know, who am I? You know, I feel like I'm from now on, I'm gonna just start saying like, you know, well, you know, my inadvertent, but I'm becoming, um, because I'm not where I want to be or not even where I want to be. I'm not quite yet complete. Um, but I'm not who I used to be, you know, so I'm right where God needs me to be. Um, and I, think that's like the best way I can explain it but one of the things that I stress here like I said is authenticity um so everything that I share I may not be an expert at it but one thing that I am gonna do though one thing that I literally cannot even if I try to refuse to do it um one thing I cannot do is um I cannot keep things to myself and what I mean by that is if God gives me a revelation if the Holy Spirit gives me a you know bit of wisdom or knowledge regarding whatever topic it may it may be I am going to make sure by the grace of God that I get that word out because that word is not just for me um if I were to keep it to myself that would be completely selfish because it wasn't just to bless me but it was so that way I could be right the Lord blesses us and not just with material things right it's not um, all the time is not just money. It's not just things, but it could be like literally like revelation, a knowledge, you know, something that we never seen before in God's word. Like that's, that's what it means by just, we are blessed. Like that's what it means that we are blessed, you know, like not just the material things, like even just a bit of wisdom or knowledge or just something that the Lord shared with you or, you know, something whatever it may be but that if it's god inspired share with others because otherwise if you keep it to yourself 
that's just being selfish and our gifts are to be given away. So that's everything that I share on here, like I said, is pretty much coming from my experiences that I've had thus far with God, how God has healed me, um, the just on the day-to-day things or how God is healing me, shall I say that, with an I-N-G because it's still continuing, um, and even just the, the day-to-day things that I go through. So um, yeah. Yeah, like I said, I'm not an expert, but like I said, I am going to share with you the things that God has shown me, the things that God has um, opened my eyes to, the things that God has shined, uh, um, you know, has shined a light upon. And I'm going to share that um, whenever I have the, the opportunity to. So, um, yeah, so I, I'm super excited for this month. And um, we're just going to be talking about, like I said, the different topics, just about nutrition and exercise. But Really, I like I said, I still want to, even though this seems, you know, like I said, this is something new even for me, but I, I like I said, I love, first and foremost, I love God, of course, but God is just so brilliant and so amazing and so wonderful. And like I said, it is an honor to, to be a voice, right? To be um, a mouthpiece of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And it's, it's, it's really humbling because I, like I said, I didn't know which direction the Lord was going to take me in. But um, when he gave me this about wellness month, you know, this ties in perfectly to just even not, I don't want even want to say dealing with trauma, but just walking through life. The whole podcast is giving God glory through trauma. So saying that, you know, while we're here on this earth, trials and tribulations, we are going to go through that. We cannot, you cannot escape it. There are some things that you know, God allows that needs to happen um, for several different reasons to build our faith, um, to allow us to grow, to allow us to mature, to allow us to have seasons maybe where of separation where, you know, God consecrates us and, and he isolates us. And, and there's so many different things. Um, so I'm so excited how just even the wellness aspect is really going to tie into um, just even just our discussion on today. So before we even get started, because y'all know I didn't forget about it, we are going to do our, we started this in season one. So for any new listeners in, uh, one of the things that uh, God will, and I hope and pray I don't forget to say, but one of the things that I really want to do is start to just speak declarations and decrees. And even as I speak them, um, I'm going to try my best to speak as slowly as possible so that way you can follow along with me. But if you're driving or if you're home listening to wherever you're listening to this, um, you know, and if you're if you have work somewhere, you just whisper it to yourself. You know, you don't got to yell it out loud in an office or nothing like that. But uh, even as I say it, like these are just things that you speak over yourself. Um, and I believe that I'm starting to learn more and more, but I really, truly believe that affirmations are really important. And affirmations don't necessarily just have to be what I'm reading. Um, even when you read the word of God, like say it out loud. And I think. Um, that's one of the things that I've learned that that's helped me a lot of the times, even just when I'm reading in general, but especially when I'm reading the word of God, uh, I noticed that what has helped me is really if I read it out loud, um, there's something about saying it out loud. There's something about just speaking it um, and hearing it audibly come out. So um, let's get started. All right. So I am not the mistakes I made. I will be patient with the process of becoming all that God has created and called me to be. I am a precious child of God. I am loved. I am adored. I am forgiven. Without God, I am nothing. With God, 
I can accomplish every assignment he gives me to complete. Jesus is my everything, my all in all. I truly believe that he is always with me. Yes! <laughs> I feel like every time I read that, I'm just going to scream. I don't know why. But um, let's get right into this. So listen, like I said, I'm coming back with a vengeance. We, we, we getting right into it. This Today's topic, we are going to talk about discipline and structure, how God implements discipline and structure in our lives. Um, it's so funny because, like I said, every time that I come on here, I'm, I'm normally sharing, like a lot of the things that I share is relevant. So like either I went through it yesterday, I went through it a week ago or a month ago, a lot of the things that I share is completely like relevant. And it's things that you know, that have happened to me or it's things that, you know, maybe I know if it's happened to someone else without using their name, but just kind of using the situation to kind of, um, you know, get a point across or so. But these, these two um, areas, discipline and structure are by far the most, how should I explain this? The most painful and uncomfortable <laughs> Maybe not the word painful. Maybe maybe that's doing too much. But I definitely want to say discipline and structure. Learning that is super uncomfortable. And what I mean by that is, you know, growing up, um, I had there was discipline. So, and I I want to give a breakdown too of what I mean by it. So it's not the type of discipline of you know when you do something wrong, you know, you get like a spanking or something like that, or you get a bow, or you know you get put in a corner or something like that. Like not. Not that kind of discipline. We're not going to touch on that today, um, specifically. But the type of discipline that we're going to be talking about today is saying no to you. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> saying no to you. And, and not even to you, but this is where boundaries come in, come in place. And I don't want to get too much into that today because that's not topic I want to kind of stay on course but one of these days we're going to talk about boundaries where we ask God to learn how to say no to others but today we're we're learning about pretty much self-discipline how to say no to ourselves um so I'm super excited but we're I'm going to start it off with a bible verse um coming from first corinthians chapter 6 verses 19 through 20 so if you guys are home um, you know, you can pull out your word and follow along with me. If you guys are driving, if you're out somewhere, just just listen along, okay? So verse 19 says, Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? For you were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Without God's direction and leadership in our lives, we fall. So, like, point blank period, without God's direction and leadership in our lives, we will fall. And one of the things that I love so much about these two verses is that when we see ourselves the way that God sees us, um, just kind of like I mentioned before, it's a perspective shift. So 
what God is expressing here, what God is saying here is that if we feel like, you know, we can just do whatever it is that we want to do, then there is no reverence first and foremost to God, meaning there is no, there is no respect. There is no, um, reverence to, okay, God, I can't just do whatever it is that I want to do because this is not, even our bodies are not our bodies, right? And that's what the, this verse is saying, that we should be glorifying God in all that we do, but more so he was, he even just used the example of even our bodies, even we put in our bodies. So even our bodies are not our own. Um, so this is why it's so amazing how God tied everything together, because even how, um, the, uh, the conversation that I started this off with about, we have to realize at some point in our lives that we are just vessels and servants, um, pretty much just like God is just, he's, he's, he's performing his word. He's performing his will through us. So whenever God gives us, you know, an idea or a vision, whatever the case may be, it's, it's God, it it belongs to God. So, but it's, this is why I said it's an honor that God would choose us and allow us to be almost like actors, like to play a role in his movie, almost in a sense, if you want to look at it that way, we are just actors, right? We are day by day. When we read his word, we are uh, going over our roles, going over our lines day by day. Um, but ultimately, we are just actors in a movie that God produced, wrote, all of that. Executive producer, design, all that, you know? But we are just actors playing our part. And one of the things that God had showed me was that, um, you know, without surrendering, without submitting to God, um, Anything that we try to do in our lives is going to fall. Anything that we try to do in our lives is going to fail. So this is why I said that without God's direction and without his leadership in our lives, we will fall. If we, first of all, there are almost all the time things that we don't see. There's, you know, there's things that we don't see that God sees because God says in his word that our ways are not his ways and and our thoughts are not his thoughts. So God knows what's up ahead. We don't. Um, So this is why it's so important that we just submit to the will of God. Is it easy? No. But this is why every day we ask God to help us. God, help me to help me to remain committed. And and this ties in closely even to discipline. To be disciplined is not just in just one area of our lives. No, God is a God of order and God is a God of completeness. So God does everything in completion. You know, he doesn't just do half halfway things and then just leaves the rest. So this is why our prayer should be, God, please help me to stay disciplined, disciplined in reading your word, disciplined in um, seeking your face and discipline and all the other things in our lives and which we need help with. So um, I want to share something quickly. So most recently, um, this is why I said for me, discipline and structure have been completely uncomfortable because I... I'm not really used to this. Um, Like I said, when I was younger, there was discipline in the aspect of, yeah, if I did something, I got in trouble, that kind of, but there was no discipline to the point where like someone 
sat me down and was like, hey, you know, you don't have to eat all of that. Hey, you know, you don't have to spend all of that. Like, you know, I, I might have heard here from there, oh, make sure you save your money. But even that was like rare. So that's what I mean by like discipline, that just because something is in front of us doesn't mean we have to indulge. And it doesn't even always mean that it's for us. It doesn't mean that we have to even entertain it or that we have to consume it or whatever the case may be. Um, and that's what I mean by that's the type of discipline I did not have growing up. So learning that um, at the age of 23 uh, is, uh, <laughs> that's why I said it's, it's completely uncomfortable for me um, because I'm, I'm an adult now. So, and this is part of, this is part of the healing journey. And when God you know, places us on this healing journey of becoming, it is uncomfortable. Like you, you gonna have to get used to being uncomfortable. And that's one of the things I think I struggled with for the longest time where God had told me, he said, Hey, my daughter, look, you're going to have to get used to being uncomfortable, period. I love you, but that's just what's going to have to happen. Um, but I, that's a discipline that I didn't have. So to learn that now, like I said, as an adult is tough because there's so many things like there's so many things that I could do. There's so many things that I could eat. There's so many places I can go. You know, like there's so many options um, that I want to say that the world kind of wipes off and it makes it look nice and presents it in front of you, whether it be through social media, marketing, whatever the case may be. Um, but it's all around us. Temptation is all around us. So that is where discipline comes in. And most recently, you know, uh, God is definitely been teaching me about self-discipline um because listen I and I'm gonna just I'm gonna say this for the past tense because I you know the Lord is helping me with this but before listen your girl could eat L- listen listen okay when I, I when I tell you I could eat I could eat like ordering Chinese food for me you know how like some people you know they they'll order like and I'm laughing because if anybody knows when you order Chinese food, like I used to order, I used to get the combination, you know, that came with the egg roll. Um, but I would normally get the rice with the spare rib tips and the egg roll. And yeah, you know, like some people, you know, that, you know, some people, maybe like a couple of people in this world, maybe they eat a little bit. Um, maybe eat some of the rice, some of the ribs, maybe take a bite of the egg girl and say, you know, I'm gonna save that for later. Yeah, no, that was not me. At the age of like 10, 11, okay, your girl was eating full combination meals. <laughs> and I'm not laughing because, you know, I'm proud of it. I'm just, I'm laughing because, listen, all right, okay, your girl could eat back in the day. Um, but I, I use that as an example to say that, you know, God had shown me that, like, even at a young age, you know, I, what I was practicing, it, of course, rolled into, um, you know, when I went to college and, and when I started becoming an adult, it, all of that rolled into it. So all of those bad habits rolled into it of where, oh, well, I could just kind of eat what I want. And then if I, when I get the chance to eat what I want, then I can eat it in abundance, but no. Uh, and I say no because I, I had to learn my lesson the hard way. Um, I noticed that even just my eating alone, and mind you, I'm just using an example of my eating. Child, we, we listen, I ain't even tap into all the other areas of my life, but even just eating alone, I s- saw firsthand, I experienced my body 
the way that my body reacted to it was of course not good at all uh there was a had a ton of health issues and 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 all these other things that was going on in my body that I claimed I didn't really understand why, but I I really truly at the time, I'll be honest, I was blinded to that. I was really, truly blinded to the reason why sometimes I was in pain on my left side and sometimes why I would, you know, my stomach would get bloated after eating certain things. And this is part of the discipline. God was like, listen, since you want to be stubborn, you're going to have to learn the hard way. (laughs) And so it's, been an amazing journey so for a year now um I think a little over a a year now you know the Lord has transitioned me and he led me when I tell you he led me because it was nobody but the strength of God um to give up like steak and stuff like that so I have been vegan for a little over a year now and when I tell you it's nobody but the Lord that led me because um yeah, it was nobody but God because there was no way I could have made that trans- that transition on my own. And it was so amazing because yesterday I was having a conversation with, with one of my sisters who's actually going to be on next week. Um, I just want to tag that, put that in there. But uh, I don't want to get ahead of myself. But um, I was having a conversation with her yesterday. It was something that she said um, that really just, it hit me. Like, But it hit me in a good way. Like it really opened my eyes and and once again shifted my perspective again um even the way that even the 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 um the diet change that God had led me to go down so if anyone has ever had some kind of a diet change so it doesn't matter if you vegan vegetarian pescatarian egatarian arigarian whatever whatever kind of diet change you've had um if anyone can relate to this or attest to this Number one, it's not easy. But number two, it's called a lifestyle for a reason. Because now you literally have to evolve your life. Well, not your whole life, but at least one, you know, one aspect or one part of your life around your diet now. Um, so that means certain foods can't be in your house. That means that, you know, it doesn't mean that those around you, you, you know, they have to stop eating that food. But it's almost like if you know you know, you struggle with self-control and then maybe you, you shouldn't be going to this restaurant because you know they don't have options for you. So this is what I mean by like, when you have a diet change, ultimately like it shifts like your whole entire lifestyle. All right, listen, you guys. So we'll be right back after this ad. So whenever we have like a diet change or so, it literally shifts our entire lifestyle. Like where we go, who we even honestly who we hang out with like so when she said that to me when we were having a conversation I was like you know I was telling her I was like you know the Lord definitely really truly opened my eyes I feel like you know the Lord opened my eyes every day about the reason why he had me to go vegan and I was like you know sis I really feel like you know of course the biggest thing was because it's tied to our calling and you know the reason and it's so amazing my sister as well she's vegan and we went vegan around the same time so um that also made it a little bit easier the Lord knew that I was gonna need some kind of support and she was gonna need support too so it does make it uh a lot easier and and it made the transition not as bad because you know we kind of had each other to, you know, to support each other. Um, but one of the things I was telling her, I was like, you know, I really truly feel like, you know, God has shown me that, you know, going vegan was definitely part of our calling. And then she was like, yeah, she was like, I also feel like too, like, 
even just being vegan, like it teaches, it's been teaching us like pretty much about discipline. It's been teaching us about saying no, because like literally being vegan, like we can't have meat. We can't, and I don't want to say it like that, like we can't have, but let me put it like this. If we have it since it's been a, what, a little over a year now, if we were to, if I were to bite on a piece of steak, I'll be honest with y'all, I might be in somebody's ambulance because it's it's been that long and I don't know how my body would react to it and I already saw a reaction I this actually happened a couple of months ago where um I was using a product that I thought it was just garlic but it supposedly had milk in it too and I didn't even know that because you know I didn't read the back of it and I guarantee you I learned my lesson from that but I didn't read the back to look at the ingredients I just assumed it was just garlic but it turned out had milk in it and I experienced what that felt like and that was just a little bit of milk and I had like heartburn for like pretty much all night like I couldn't sleep so I was like okay lord if that's what milk do- did to me I don't even want to know what me and uh, listen there is no going back <laughs> at this point for me there's no going back um so when she shared that with me it like totally opened my eyes and I was like wow lord I didn't even also see it from that way that yeah being vegan like or just being, like I said, whatever kind of diet change, whatever kind of lifestyle shift that the Lord takes you on, it doesn't even just have to be food wise. It could just be just, you know, what a new environment, whatever the case may be, whenever the Lord shifts us and he transitions us, this is why I said it's uncomfortable, but it's to teach us. It's to teach us, to help us also to prepare us for the next level. So I truly believe that even the small things that God has had me to start doing now, to help me to contribute along with discipline. I also truly believe that that's closely tied to where he's going to take me next. And I believe that for anyone that's listening, if you know that you are in a transition right now and you know that God is taking you through a, a period where he's shifting either your mind, your your perspective, where he's shifting your heart, whatever it may be, any kind of shift or transition from the Lord, God always God does everything to prepare his children. He does it of course to protect us. Um from ourselves and i truly believe that that's what discipline is that's what discipline is especially when god implements it i truly believe that true godly discipline is god's way of protecting us from ourselves and i believe that i truly believe that we have to start to see it from from this perspective um like i said even from god's god's viewpoint that if we keep saying like, oh man, I can't do this, I can't do that. And like I said, I use the example of food, but um, discipline could also be in your money. You know, it, it could be in just maybe you spend too much money or you go out too much, you know, like it's whatever area you know you you struggle in or whatever area the Lord knows that you struggle in, he's going to address that area. Um, but we have to start to see it from God's uh, perspective that it's not a matter of oh man oh I can't do this or I can't you know have that or I can't you know spend time with this person or man I just can't do anything and I'll be honest I had to ask God to forgive me but I got into it had a little attitude I had when when the Lord started to speak to me about discipline and and he started to really you know build structure in my life I had a little bit of an attitude and I had a little tood and I was like mm well, God, what can I do? And then when it came to, you know, my diet, well, Lord, I mean, can't have sugar no more. Can't even have, have bread like that. Cause I'm now I just found out, you know, I'm gluten 
gluten sensitive. So I'm like, well, Lord, what can I can do? It can I eat grass? You know, trying to be sarcastic. <laughs> but you know, and I had to ask God to forgive me because the thing is, when we have that kind of mindset, we we make it easy for for the enemy to easily, you know, whisper those. Or shall I say to easily believe those things that he whispers. And listen, if anyone knows me, I always take it back to Genesis. Um, because I, I believe that once God gave me like a deeper revelation as to even just like Eve and the serpent and even their conversation. Um, and even prior to that, when God had spoke to Adam and, and let him know you can, you, you can eat from this tree and that tree and this tree, but he just get, but, but from this one specific tree, you cannot eat of. And that is tied. This is why I said that's tied so closely even to my topic today, because, God gave a command and he said, you can eat from this tree, and that tree, but not this one, right? And this is what he told Adam. This is before Eve was here. And this is what he told Adam. This is the command he gave Adam. Adam was like, all right, bet. Got you. You said I can eat from all these, but just not that one. Okay. And Adam didn't question him. Well, God, why? What happens if I eat from there? Let me, let me, let me share this. There's a lot of things that God protects us from. There's dangers seen and unseen that God literally covers us and protects us from that we may never even see. And that is a blessing. Like we should be thanking God. Like, Lord, I thank you, Jesus, that father, you know what? I was late to work today, but you know what? I just found out there was a huge car accident. If I would have gotten to work on time today, now this is not for you to use this as an excuse to be like, all right, bet I'm about to go to work late tomorrow. No, but this is just me using using an example um, to say that, you know, there's certain things that happens in our lives and we do not understand. But when I tell you that God uses everything, not only does God use everything, you know, for a purpose and he does everything on purpose, but God, he is our, that's what a protector does. That's what a good father is, right? There's, even if you just relate it to um, like, even just like earthly parents, um, when they're implementing discipline of whatever that may be at the time, the child, you know, if you're anyone like me, the child may be like, well, you know what? This is unfair. You know, all I was doing, I just, I just, I was going to give it back. Or, you know, we just try to use an excuse of whatever we, of whatever it is we plan to do in our mind, which we really didn't. But, um, <laughs> it's something that we plan to do. And we just say like, no, I was, I was going to say sorry. I was going to, no, I wasn't, you know, but then when we get the discipline, then it's kind of like, mm, they're the meanest people in the world. But the thing is they're disciplining us because they love us. God says in his word, those whom he loves, he corrects. So, you know what God, I th- correct me, Lord. I'd rather you correct me than me fall, than me pretty much fall into the same, you know, ditch that I just dug up myself. And and that's ultimately the kind of discipline that I believe that God wants to implement in not just my life, but in all of our lives. Like and it's like I said, it's uncomfortable. This is part of, you know, not even just the healing journey. This is part of walking with God. This is part of having a relationship, like an intimate relationship with the Lord. He is our father. And this is why I said how we view God is really ultimately going to affect like how we view ourselves, how we view the world, how we view people like God is God is God. Yes, he's the creator of all things. He's our everything. And because he's our everything, he's also our father. He's also our parents. Right. 
So he God knows what's best for us. And and this is why I say that I thank God that he is using me to even have this platform to share this with you guys, because I truly believe that I know sometimes I share, you know, some of my stories and it, it may be funny to you because some of them are funny. Um, But, you know, some of them, of course, like it wasn't funny to me at the time when I had to get, you know, disciplined, when I had to get corrected, it didn't feel good. But I thank God that I have joy to share it. But more so, I have so much joy to share it because I truly, I don't want to see like, granted, I, I I don't control it. God is in control. But if I can share like a mistake that I made with someone else before they make their mistake, well, Lord, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Because I really, truly hope and pray that the things that I share, it helps you. Like, and, and I try to keep it real. This is why I said like authenticity is what's tied to even just who we are. This is why it's so important to be authentic because I'm not going to get on here and tell you guys that, oh yeah, you know, learning discipline or learning self-discipline, learning how to say no to ourselves, um, learning even how to say no to our minds because our mind sometimes literally has a mind of its own. Um, and we have to realize that like God does things because he's a wonderful father. So God sees things that we don't see. So like, for example, part of the discipline that God is is implementing in my life, um, aside from, like I said, just um, showing me through just being vegan, even like just everything, like how I like even just how I viewed money. And this is another thing like ooh, I'm listen I, with that conversation I had with my sis yesterday. She just dropped so much gems. So I don't want to say too much because once you guys like meet her, once you guys like listen to her next week, it's going to be a lot of gems. So pull out notebook, take some notes. Um, hopefully you're doing that now, but definitely next week. Because during our conversation, um, we also talked about, she also talked about, um, she also talked about how pretty much, you know, we have to, there has to be boundaries put in place. Um, like regard, like no matter whatever it is, whatever it is, there has to be boundaries. Um, and that with those boundaries, it's going to, that's also part of the perspective shift. So boundaries may come from a perspective shift, but when we have that perspective of, okay, God, this money that you just entrusted me with is number one, it's actually your money, but God, how do I use this money to fund your vision and and when she said that it was so powerful like I I stopped all that I was doing and I was like whoa so all along you know like I've been looking at money and not all the time but there were times where like I knew like who okay Lord thank you because I really needed this money but then God would be like but I need you to use this towards the ministry or I need you to use this towards the podcast or whatever the case may be and I'll be like but Lord I really like I need this though because I got bills coming out on Friday but but then when she said that I had such a awakening like whoa how selfish have I been like and this is just talking about money but this is what I talked about before. Whatever the Lord shares with you, share it with others. Don't keep it to yourself. We are not to hoard things because we can't take none of this back with us, you know, like when we die. Or shall I say when we transition, right? Like we we can't take none of this with us. So what's the point of holding on to it? What's the point of even having a grip on it? First of all, it doesn't even belong to us. And 
I think another awakening that I had too was um, even in the book of Job, Job said himself, he came to the realization like, here it is, you know, if anyone's ever read the book of Job, I highly recommend that you read it. Um, Yes, it's a lot of chapters, but uh, just take your time with it. Just take your time with it. You don't got to read it all in one day. But really, really read the book of Job because it teaches you so much. Um, Because even Job started off having everything. And um, I don't want to give too much away because I want you guys to like read it on your own and stuff like that. But Job started off so that you'll see that the chapter, the book of Job starts off with Job having everything. And then literally chapter by chapter, Job loses things left to right, like family, material things, um, livestock, like all these other things. Um, And ultimately, I want to say on the brink of losing his mind as well, but on the brink. So he didn't lose it yet. By the grace of God, he didn't lose it. Um, but you know, there was so many chapters and and I want to say the bulk, the majority of the chapters, the reason why there's so many chapters is because it's the conversation between Job and his, um, three friends and, you know, his three friends is pretty much, they're given their own reasons as to why they feel like, as to why they believe that Job is suffering and going through all this stuff. So they're just giving their own opinion pretty much. Um, and then what I love it. What I love about the book of Job is if to fast forward, um, Job comes to the realize, well, fast forward a couple more chapters after the conversation um, that Job has with his friends, God says, all right, look, enough. And then God steps in and goes, you know what? Let me drop something on you real quick, Job, that you've never seen before. Ultimately, aka, this was the perspective shift. This is where God gave Job a perspective shift. And pretty much to sum up what God was saying. God was pretty much questioning him and God wasn't questioning him because God didn't know the answer. God was questioning him to get Job, aka part of the perspective shift, to get Job to see the, not even just to see the way that God sees, but to see in a whole nother way that he's never seen before. And pretty much what God said to him was, who made the heavens and the earth? Who feeds the cows? And, and I'm using all this as an example. Who allows the sun to rise and, and, and allows the moon to come up and, and the sun sunfall and all that other stuff? Like, pretty much God is questioning, like, who are you to question me when I have the power to give and to take away? Because God was explaining and God was trying to remind Job and even teach Job for the first time that, hey, I am the creator of all things. That means everything. That means everything breathing, everything living, everything flying, everything creeping and crawling, everything. The waters follow my command. I speak and there could be no water today. I could speak and the whole world could end today. You know, so it was one of those things where God was just, this was part of the transformation. And this was part of the perspective shift that God was allowing Job to experience that, okay, forget what your friends are saying, because first of all, they're talking nonsense. Um, But listen to what I'm saying and listen to me. And it was so amazing because God said afterward, after all that he said, and and when he was done, you know, God said, all right, so answer me. And if I was Job, the way that Job responded, listen, Job, I think, listen, he had a lot of boldness, a lot of courage, because I would have been like, well, Lord, just like in Ezekiel, well, Lord, you know, <laughs> I, I would have been like, well, Lord, you know, 
you know, Lord, forget everything that I said, Lord, you know. But it was so amazing because, like I said, even the way that Job responded, it was it was still with reverence, though. Um, but it was with boldness and, and, and courage. And he pretty much just said, you know, Father, God, please forgive me. Because, Lord, I, I, I heard about you. Uh, you know, I, I went based off of what everyone else said, but I have truly seen God. I have truly experienced God for myself. Um, and, and I, I use that example to say this, that that was Job went through a perspective, like Job had a perspective shift, um, how he may have viewed life before. And now he was able to see that, okay, wow. So here it is. Yes. When this is what it means by God has the power to give and to take away. God also has the power to allow things to happen. And a lot of times it could be bad things, it could be good things, but ultimately when we're when we trust God, when we once again perspective shift, when we see God as as a loving father, when we see him as a protector, when we see her when we see him as a provider, then we start to say that, okay, God, in the midst of whatever it is that I'm going through, I trust you. Even in the midst of pain and suffering, God, I this does not feel good. God, I, I want to get out of this. This is uncomfortable. But you know what? I trust you because you see that there's things up ahead that I don't see. There's things, there's, there's people, maybe there's um, even more suffering or whatever the case may be. Or maybe even there's blessings. Right. But a lot of times what's there's things that are also tied to the blessings that I honestly, if you would have blessed me right now, God, I wouldn't be ready for it. So. This is part of um, and honestly, this conversation went a lot went a lot deeper than I, I, I imagined. So thank you, Holy Spirit. But that's um, ultimately, like I said, part of why God disciplines us. So now I want to get into structure. So structure is. um yeah, I know I got a story time for that. So structure, uh, you know, I, of course, we can go back to, and I don't want to say that everything stems from my childhood necessarily, but all in all, yes, uh, a lot of the things starts from my childhood. The reason why I say that is, and, I, and I'm not blaming anyone. So no, I have to take full responsibility and I'm not saying that, oh, it's because of this person or that person, but ultimately, you know, my it was not just my environment but it was you know my first educators um is kind of who I looked upon and and who I was around but like I said I don't blame anyone necessarily but I do have to take it back to my childhood childhood as well I did not have structure um and I didn't see it too often as well um and not just in my home. I mean, like, even when I got older and, you know, I like I started going to school, started having friends, like even in school, like I didn't really see much structure. And what I mean by that is um, structure is not necessarily a routine. And that's one of the things that God had to teach me, because when he spoke to me about structure, I got a little nervous. And I said, well, Lord, you know, you, you know, I'm not the best at you know, keeping the same routine. And the reason why, um, well, I feel like the reason why is because I don't know. I don't, I don't like doing the same thing. And I don't know if anyone can relate, but I feel like if I were to do the same thing every single day, I would kind of, I don't, I don't know. 
I would get a little uninspired. Like, I feel like that's that's the best way, I, that's the best word I can use to explain it. I would get uninspired. I, I don't know. There wouldn't be any fire, you know? I just, there wouldn't be the same enthusiasm I had the first time I did it because I'm like, all right, here we go again. So for me, like, I guess you could say I'd like to be spontaneous in a way, like when it comes to like the things that I do on a day-to-day basis. But God had to teach me that, okay, well, since I do like that, this goes into discipline. Just because I like to be spontaneous doesn't mean I could just wake up one morning and be like, you know what, I'm gonna just go here because I feel like it. Because a lot of the times what I'm feeling is a thought and that thought may not be from God. Uh, so I may be acting on something that may, may not even be from God, then um, it turns out I'm someplace, you know, I, um, I find myself at some place where I shouldn't be or whatever the case may be. Um, but for me, God was, God was teaching me and God was showing me that structure, um, ultimately is something that we really all need in our lives. Structure is really just like, it's just like a basis of like the things that we do on our, you know, just like day to day. So what I mean by that is like, what God has started me to do. And now this is for me. So now if somebody gets inspired, if you get blessed by what I'm going to share and you want to do it too, like I said, this is a community. So reach out to me. Um, like I said, you can reach out to the the podcast on, on Instagram at GGGTT podcast. Um, or even on email, I'm gonna put my email, um, in the description below, reach out to me, let me know. Like, if this blesses you as well, if you feel like, you know, like I said, if you want to join this with me, hey, listen, the more support, the better. Um, So one of the things he had me to do was I went out and I bought a food and exercise tracker. Uh, Mind you, before the Lord spoke to me about this, I ain't know nothing about that. Um, I had an idea of it. Like, I've seen some people do it but then I was like Lord this surely won't be me (laughs) this is me years ago look at me now but um so this is what I'm doing now I have been tracking um today thus far I didn't do it but I'm gonna do it later but I have been tracking pretty much um how I've been feeling um I guess some goals for today so goals for today and here I'm assuming are like you know my workout goals like what do I plan to do today am I doing cardio stuff like that and then there's a whole food log so listen y'all I I stayed up three hours I'm tired but I did it anyway because I was like all right lord you know not only is this by faith but um I want to be obedient this is part of discipline I don't like it but this is going to help me to not only keep track of what I'm eating and what of course the calories and stuff like that that goes into what I'm eating but also so that way this literally disciplines me because (laughs) and I'm laughing because you guys might laugh so because let me tell you something listen God is a wonderful father God also has a, a wonderful sense of humor I mean where do you think we get it from the Lord knew that because all of this is work Mind you, like doing all of this, like it sounded cute at first. Well, I was like, oh, Lord, okay, we about to, you know, about to get a a food and exercise tracker. Oh, this is fun. I opened it up. It, it, the, the columns, the categories, the calories, the fat, the carbs, the protein. I said, Lord, now you, you want me to do research on Google and you want me to find out how much is in one cup of spinach? Do I really have to do that? And I wasn't going to do it too. And the Lord was like, really? So you you gonna you gonna halfway do what I told you to do? Partial, 
obedience, disobedience. I was like, okay, all right, Lord. So, but listen, this is where the sense of humor comes in. And this is where, listen, this is why I say that if you have your own personal, uh, just walk with God, if you have your own relationship with God, God is so sweet. He's so wonderful. He's truly amazing and remarkable. And he's so hilarious because he will help you in the areas where you need help. But God is not going to help you the way that he helps someone else. So this is why I say everything that I share with you guys, like, let this be motivation, inspiration. But I'm going to tell you right now, this is why it's important for you to still like go back to God and be like, okay, God, so I need help in this area. Or God, you know what? If you don't even know where to start, just say, Lord, please help me in every area you know I need help in. And God's going to not only answer that prayer, but he's going to go about answering your prayer uniquely to how he created you. So what I mean by that is this food tracker is helping me discipline myself with food, um, with sweets, because I, I, I was past tense i was really big on sweets and stuff like that but this is really helping me to kind of stay how do i explain it to stay on track for the most part with discipline because listen y'all there's so many numbers here now listen yes i have a calculator on my phone and um but it's a lot of work it's a lot of work for example like Yesterday, I had a smoothie for breakfast. So in total, it was 410 calories. But the number that I just said to you, oh, it did not just come like out of nowhere. No, I had to go into my notebook and I had to, everything that I put in that smoothie, I had to find the calories. I had to write down the total number of calories of everything that I put in there, the total number of calories of fat that I put in there. So listen, this is where the sense of humor came in. The, God knows that <laughs> this is a lot so what that means is i'm not gonna be eating that much <laughs> if it take that much work for me to have to figure out first of all because i gotta retract everything that i ate and another thing that god told me too he was like first of all you know after you eat you probably gonna forget what you just ate because it was so good so what you need to do is before you even eat you need to do all your calculations and write them down so boom that's another discipline of now i gotta wait even more the food sitting right there smelling real good looking at me now i gotta wait even more so i just think it's so funny but I, like i said this is why i said the lord is so sweet because he god knows us god knows the very god has the very um hairs on our head numbered so he knows us like he's not how he chooses to help someone else it may be different from another person how he chooses to heal someone else is gonna look different than what healing may look like in someone else's life and this is why i say he's so sweet because the lord knows this is a lot so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna keep it real basic i'm gonna keep it real simple so since i already did the calculations for a smoothie bet now i don't have to figure that out so i'm gonna make sure so i made sure this morning i had a smoothie so now all i have to do is just is copy over <laughs> the numbers in which i wrote for yesterday and best believe i'm putting them on today because i'm not about to recalculate that again so if i so that means if i have anything new oh don't let me have like a a vegan chicken wrap or something like that oh now lord now i gotta look up how much is in one cup of vegan chicken mm -mm, no we're gonna keep it real simple we're gonna keep it to whatever it is i've been having looks like i'm gonna have the same thing all week <laughs> 
<laughs> but um, I, I just, I said all that to share, just to say that um, that's part of the structure. And like I said, structure is, guys, structure is going to look different in your lives as well. Because um, like I said, I'm using the example right now of food. Um, but structure may look different in your lives. Another thing too, while I was at the store, the same time I bought the tracker, for some reason, it wasn't even for some reason. I, I did it as like an act of faith. I bought like a little budget planner. Mind you, I've never had this before. Thank God this is a pretty simple, you know, it's it's a pretty like, you know, straight to the point kind of planner. But I've never had one before. And um, if if anyone knew, you know, my, my circumstance right now, my circumstance, let, let me just put it this way, my faith uh, you know, this is, that's why it's faith because, uh, what God has spoken and, uh, my circumstances right now, they, they, they're not, they don't align just yet, but that's all right. That's all right. And that's why I said I bought it as an act of faith because I believe that, um, within the discipline and the structure that God is teaching me. And like I said, it was really, for me, my breakthrough was the whole perspective shift. So whether if, you know, when, because I believe this, like when God sends the resources, whether it be through money, through people, through whatever the case may be, however God chooses or, you know, plans to orchestrate things in my life, that now I look at it as God, they, that doesn't even belong to me. So what does that mean? That means God teach me how to take care of what you just gave me or, you know, what you just gave me temporarily. Um, so even getting the budget planner by faith, this was me even showing God like, all right, God, Lord, please teach me how to manage money well, you know, teach me how to. And like I said, um, I'm just using these two as an example. But whatever it is that God wants to do in your life, like I said, God is a God of order and God is a God of completeness. So he's not just going to touch on one area of your life and not the other. This is why it's so important for for us to invite God into every area into every room in our heart and the reason why it's so important is because when we just try to limit it when we even just try to limit God to just one thing God is like no listen you want me to get in that room all right heard you already been there before but I'm trying to get in that room right there that room that has like a bolt on it that room that's like completely dark it had a little bit of dust coming from the bottom of the door like I'm trying to get up in there and that's why I said it's so important, like when we pray, when, when you know, when we're just talking with God, just listen, God. And this is why I said, if you don't even know where you're struggling in, don't, first of all, don't be ashamed. Don't feel like, oh man, like I think it's bad that I don't even know where I struggle. No, it's not. Because God even had to show me that like when it came to food, I actually, a part of um what had pretty much spiraled into the reason why I had a lack of discipline when it came to food was because the way that I viewed it. So I turned food into an idol. And I didn't even realize, guys, that I, I even did that. I was like, God, what does that even mean? Like, what you mean, an idol? And what I mean by that is, and I don't want to get too too deep into this because we're going to talk about this topic next week uh, with me and my sis on mental and emotional well-being. Um, but, in, you know, if everyone, if anyone has ever experienced this or if you know about it, stress eating. And that's what it that's what God was showing me where food had became an idol. So as opposed to confronting, you know, whatever it is that I needed to confront or, you know, even just going through what I needed to go through, that was like food was my escape route almost. Like I would pray about something or whatever the case may be. 
And my answer would be, all right, well, you know what? I'm just eat some chips um, while I wait for you, Lord. Like, no. And it, and like I said, I didn't even see that. So I, of course, I had to ask God to forgive me because I was like, Lord, I'm sorry. I didn't even know I was doing that. But I had been doing that for a long time. I was using food as a means of comfort, as a means of even like my answer, which of course it's not. Anything that the world offers, all these material things, is never it it's never an answer. It's always temporary. Um, but God is the only one that gives us eternal joy, eternal peace, and, and, and everything else. So um yeah, like I said, discipline guys and structure may look different in your lives, but just all in all, like I said, we are a community, so we're going through this together. This is why I said, like, I'm gonna share, like I don't care how embarrassing it may be, I'm gonna share the experiences that I have with God, um, all the, the ups and the downs, the funny and the serious. I'm going to share it with you guys because I want each and every one of you to know, first of all, you're not the only one that's struggling. Um, I'm struggling too. This is, and this is the whole point. This is why God says that, um, God said, God said in his word that when we are weak, then he is, then we are strong, you know, then he is made strong. So, if we have everything together, then we don't need God. If we knew everything, if we just had, you know, everything was going for us in our lives, like, then we wouldn't have any need to come to God or to depend on God. But um, part of discipline and structure, the a lot of the, you know, a lot of what I feel like is going to be uncomfortable for many of us because um, it's going to look different for each and every one of us. But I think what's going to be uncomfortable is this ties into, and I have to keep saying this because I, I really want this to kind of stick. And the reason why this has to stick, guys, is because the enemy will try to use uh, what what God sets as limitations and restrictions. The enemy will try to use that the same way he used, he tried to, well, the same way Naya, he tried, the same way he used it towards Eve when he said, well, you surely won't die. I mean, because she may have had an understanding of what God told her not to do, but it was the way that she responded. God said not, you know, God said we couldn't eat from here. And if we did, then so and so forth. So he's going to use that and be like, really? If he's a loving father, why would he restrict you from those things? Girl, don't you want to know why? I'm just, you know, that's a paraphrase. He didn't say that. But, uh, you know, I'm just, so the reason why I have to keep uh, reiterating that, listen, ask God to change your perspective, even of how you view him. He is a loving and wonderful father. God is not just out here setting limitations and restrictions for the sake of, because he don't want us to enjoy life. No, first of all, we can still enjoy our lives, but if you want to have a life to enjoy, um, God has to there has to be certain things set. There has to be certain boundaries set. There has to be certain self-discipline set to where you say no to you. Um, and you, and for those that are listening, you know what you know. <laughs> you know that you you should be saying no to you or you know what you should be saying no to. Like, um, once again, I got to share this again because I feel like somebody going to relate to this when I say this. But I'm just using this as an example of what I mean by saying no. And and this is what the Bible means by casting down every thought that tries to bring itself uh, above the knowledge of God. You know, that tries to pretty much exalt itself above God and casting down every thought. So I'm praying, right? I was praying earlier this morning and um, 
this is part of my authentic authenticity even with god this is what it means being a, a true worshiper is worshiping god's spirit and truth so i wasn't about to keep praying and acting like you know the whole ihop commercial wasn't in my mind of you know the french toast with the strawberry on it with the whipped cream um, I don't know why it's so descriptive, but I, I promise you that's what was in my mind. And it's right, it was in a smack dab in the middle of my prayer. And, and I was trying to like pray through it. You know, I'm trying to pray a little harder in the mighty name of Jesus. And I say, okay, wait, hold up. Wait a minute. Rewind. Um, Lord, Father, we're not just going to act like, first of all, the French toast is not in my mind right now. First of all, I don't even know why it's there. And I know it's not from you because number one, I don't even eat that. And I can't it, see, I almost said it. I can't have it, but I, I don't want to eat that anymore. Um, and I literally cannot have it cause I will get sick. But not only that, like those are things I used to eat in my past. So I was like, Satan, get behind me. Cause those are the things I used to do in my past. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with French toast or anything like that, but as for me, you know, that's just not, I, I can't, I can't do that anymore for my health. I literally, truly will get sick. Um, but even I use that as an example to say that even the thoughts that run through your mind, this is why it's, this is why I'm seeing more, I'm learning and I'm seeing more and more of how important it is to literally cast everything down to be like, all right, Lord, hold up before we go any further. Mm, Lord, I'm struggling or Lord, this thought just came to my mind. Father, please forgive me. And at the same time, as you forgive me, Father, not only just take this thought away from me, but Lord, please replace it with your word, replace it with a thought from you or something like that. Because um, like I said, there's just so many things that the enemy is going to try to use um, against us um, and even like inadequacy even stuff like that. And I don't want to get into that because we're, we're going to talk about that in the weeks ahead. Um, but yeah, guys, like I said, once again, discipline and structure is going to look different in your lives, but I really, truly believe that, um, it's so important, not just of course, in the times of which we live in today, because it literally, there's so many things that's offered to us. It's almost like it could make our heads spin like, Whoa, there's so many things, but God puts restrictions and limitations in place for a reason. Um, he does it because there's things that if we were to indulge in, it could literally kill us guys. Like if, and, and I'm not even, uh, that's not even like as an example, like, no, I'm being serious. Like I'm not even trying to like exaggerate. I'm being so serious. It, it's not just food. It's just whatever the case may be. If we were to just do whatever it is we wanted to do, we would all be dead. But if we are really truly open, um, and even like if we're willing and, 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 you know, we're saying like, God, you know what? I want to be obedient. And even if you want to be obedient and you're struggling, go to God and say that very thing. Just say, God, listen, I, I want to be obedient to you, Lord. I, I don't, I want to do what it is that you've called me to do, God. But you know what? Like, I, I need help. I struggle. I, I'm struggling with even just following a simple command that you gave me. And God is going to help you. But God is not going to help you if you, first of all, try to act like you're not struggling in that area or like I said, there's a lot of things that we struggle with that we're, we don't even know we're struggling with it. So it's okay to go, God, okay, Lord, you know, Father, you know the areas in which I'm struggling. Father, please help me in every single area. And this is where we have to invite the Holy Spirit in to help us. So it's, listen, guys, whatever, whatever trauma, whatever hurt, whatever pain, whatever disappointment, whatever you have been through in life, even if it was something, you know, a mistake that you made in your life. Um, God wants to use that. 
God wants to, God uses everything. So even the pain and everything, God uses all of that to, to strengthen us, to build us up, to teach us a lot of the times lessons. I'm not saying through pain, but I'm saying just even just through the daily, um, events and things that we, that we experience in our lives. God uses all of that ultimately to teach us things and to help us to grow. So discipline and structure is to help us to grow spiritually, uh, mentally, emotionally, physically. Um, but I believe that the reason why discipline and structure God has to implement is because this is part of the work that God wants to do in our lives. You know, especially before, especially for many of us, he is preparing us for the ministry that we are to walk in. Uh, he's preparing us for the job, for the career, whatever it may be. God is always constantly preparing us. He's always constantly pruning us. And once again, to go back, you guys, to the healing journey, part of healing is unlearning. And I had to unlearn what what I thought discipline meant as opposed to when God implements discipline and structure in our, you know, in my life. So Listen, guys, I love each and every one of you, and I really do, and I truly, I thank God that I'm back on here, season two, episode one, but one of the things I really want to stress, though, is because I truly believe that, because um, like I said, this is God's podcast, this is his vision, and I believe that this podcast is going to reach listeners like worldwide, globally. I believe that I have faith in the name of Jesus. And the reason why I say I have faith is because I don't want people to hear my voice. I don't want people to know my name. I don't want people people to know the podcast for the podcast itself. Is because each and every message, like everything that I say, like whatever topic, whatever we're discussing, and, and however the Holy Spirit wants to move, there is something like it, it could be like one sentence that I said, but I truly believe that there's something, there's a message. There is something that was said um, in any of these episodes that I believe that people need to hear. Men, women, boys and girls need to hear. So please, I, I, I highly um, am going to stress this. And I think I'm going to start stressing this from now on. Please um, share this, share this with someone, share this with a family member, share this with a friend, um, especially if you're listening to this and, or even before you listen to it and you see the title now, don't be listening. Now don't be, a, don't just be sending this to people. Cause, cause you feel like, mm, yeah, they need help with discipline. No, let it, let it, listen, let it be, let it be intentional. Let your intentions be pure and let you, let it be led by the Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit leads you to send this to someone, then send it to them, but don't do it because you're trying to be petty. Like, mm, yeah, because you need discipline. Listen, okay, because we all do. We all need discipline and structure um, in our lives. So please, I, I highly stress it, share it with somebody um, share it so on social media, share it with, you know, your colleagues, whatever the case may be, wherever it is that you are, wherever, honestly, wherever God has planted you, wherever, uh, your sphere of influence is, please share it with them. Um, because I truly believe that, um, everything that God pretty much speaks through me and comes forth, somebody needs to hear it. And I pray that it'll just even just spark breakthrough. I pray that it'll also uh, enlighten and awaken someone as well. Um, and I pray that it helps them, you know? So like I said, guys, I'm so excited. We are, we have started off this um, season two. And like I said, the month of August, we are celebrating National Wellness Month. Um, 
and which I'm really excited for because I don't I don't think I really knew about it until this year. So um, so maybe that's a bad thing, but I'm just being honest. I never really heard of it until this year, but it doesn't mean it wasn't always around. But I think more and more now because God, of course, has shown me that uh, a part of, you know, living a balanced life uh, is also tied to just my lifestyle and stuff like that. And just how I take care of starting off even with the scripture that I wrote today. Uh, scripture that I read today, First Corinthians chapter six, verses nineteen through twenty, about our bodies being a, a a temple in which the spirit of God dwells in. And if we just if we're just putting any and everything in, and not just food wise, it could also be what we're listening to, and it, it could also be even what we're what we're looking at on a day to day basis can also um, play a role in that as well. Um, so, uh, like I said, guys, I'm super excited, and I'm listen. This is why I said please share this because next week we are going to be talking about mental and emotional well-being. And I am going to have a very close sister of mine um, who has a wonderful uh, ministry. She has uh, her services that she offers. I'm not even going to get into it, but she is truly a blessing. And I, once again, I just even believe that that what she's doing um that God is doing a mighty work in and through her. So I'm so excited to finally have her on and for you guys to really just meet her. And we're really, listen, next week we're going to have, I mean, we have a real talk conversation every time, guys, but next week is really going to be real talk. Like we're we're going to be getting like, we might be coming into your homes, you know, spiritually. Um, You know, <laughs> we, we, we might be coming down your avenue, you know, we, we might be all up in your business, but it's because I, I truly believe that, like I said, I know there's a lot of things and even the topics that we're going to talk about, it's not just one person that's going through it. I believe that there's a lot of people that's struggling with things, but one of the things that God had taught me um, was that we don't have to struggle, um, number one, in silence, and we don't have to struggle alone as well. So, this is part of community. Um, and this is part of why I also stress too, guys, like whenever, um, you know, you're listening to this podcast or whenever you're done listening to it, please like feel free to reach out to reach out to me, um, reach out to the ministry as well, giving God glory through trauma ministries as well. Um, like anyone that's hurting, or if you just need prayer, if you just want to talk, if you just want to share your story, whatever it is, like, please like just leave, leave a comment. Um, leave a review, you know, of what you think of the podcast or whatever the case may be, or how the podcast has helped you or blessed you in any way. Um, I really, I want to hear your feedback, not just your feedback. I really, I want to hear from you guys because it is a community. And I just, like I said, this is God's vision. This is God's podcast. So whatever he has planned, listen, I'm I'm all in, I'm all in, but listen, guys, please pray for me with this food tracker. Cause whew. Yeah, Lord. I'm going to be a little hungry for the next a lot of days. Uh, But guys, please just keep praying for me. Of course, I'm going to keep you guys in my prayer. And I love each and every one of you guys as well. And listen, like I said, just take every day, just one day at a time. And just continue to just keep walking with God. Keep your eyes on God, no matter what is going on in your life. And I know that's easier said than done. But when I tell you that even on the days where you don't feel like praying, push through push through guys, please push through. It is not easy. There's going to be days where you're going to feel like, man, what's the point? But when I tell you that it's, 
it's not just, you know, God doesn't tell us to do these things for the benefit of him. It benefits us. Um, of course, we're giving, we should be giving reverence and worshiping God for just who he is, um, for the character of God. Um, but ultimately, even just praying and reading his word, it also edifies us on the inside. So guys, I love each and every one of you. And I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And uh, I love you guys. Take care. What's up, family? It's your girl, your sister, your nephew, your third cousin removed, 65th nephew removed, whatever. Hello, you guys. As I mentioned before in the previous episodes, we are a family. And this is actually so funny and amazing at the same time. The fact that I'm even um, sharing this and the fact that I'm even saying this with you guys, because for so long, um, what the enemy wants, he wants us to be separated. He wants us to be isolated. But rather, we don't realize that when two or three are joined together, God is in the midst. So the opposite of what the enemy wants is the kingdom agenda. And part of the kingdom agenda is community. So you guys, I really would love to just hear from you, whether if you feel moved to share your testimony, to share a story, to even just share about what God is doing in your life, um, even if it's to confess your sins. I mean... The Bible says, confess your sins one year to another. So, I mean, whatever it is you, you want to talk about, whatever it is you feel led in your heart to share, I want this to be a family and I want this to be a community where it, of course, is a non-judgment zone, but at the same time, it is a, honestly, just a community of love. Uh, God is love. So if God is in the midst, then love should be in the midst. It, you know, acceptance should be in the midst. And I, and it, what I mean by acceptance is I mean just accepting the fact that, okay, we've all made mistakes, but by the grace of God, we are still here today to share our story. So guys, please, please, fam, follow the Giving God Glory Through Trauma podcast. Uh, follow us on Instagram at GGGTT underscore podcast. And also follow the ministry page at Giving God Glory Through Trauma. I cannot wait to hear from you guys. I cannot wait to connect with you guys. And remember what I said, the enemy wants isolation, but God's foundation is built on community. I love you guys, and I can't wait to hear from you all.